Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Impolite Company. I'm your host, Scott Wingeter. On today's show, we have our guest, Christian Collins. Christian is a, has a very impressive record uh, in, both in Montgomery County politics and in Texas politics. Christian worked for the 2016 Ted Cruz can, uh, presidential campaign. He's been an aide for Congressman Kevin Brady, and recently he was one of the top candidates for the uh, open seat uh, for Congressional District 8 here. Today, we are actually going to focus on uh, what he's been doing with the Texas Youth Summit and some of the other things that he's passionate about. So thank you so much for coming on. Yes. Scott, thank you so much for having me on. <laughs> Great. So why don't we start by you just telling us a little bit about your background and how you got involved in politics? Well, Scott, uh, keep up the good work. I appreciate uh, all the work you're doing throughout the community. Thank you. Um, you know, uh, politics is is what people say is a dirty business. Mm -hmm. And um, some people, especially Christians, like to avoid it. But I tell people when I speak at churches, I tell them all the time, it's so important. And we've got to get involved in the political process in the fight to save America. And so um, my, my dad was a pastor growing up. They were missionaries to overseas, and uh, they pastored a church here in Texas and uh, was blessed to grow up in that home mm -hmm. with a Judeo-Christian heritage. And I remember being young and my dad talking about the importance of politics to me around the dinner table. And that always stayed with me. And um, um, yeah, the first time I remember voting in 2010, and it was... Uh, the, it was an awesome thing to be able to vote. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I went to school for politics. I went uh, to the University of Texas and got a degree in government mm -hmm. and uh, got my master's in communication at Liberty University. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I, I really came to faith on my own my senior year of school. So I'd been very involved in Republican politics. But, you know, it was that it was that precipice. It was that moment where when I really came to faith, I thought that I wanted to go into the ministry. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I, you know, I was about to just quit politics altogether and I thought I'd go to seminary, but my dad, who was a pastor said, you know, you might just want to get your degree in something else and don't put all your eggs in one basket. And if that's still an itch that you have to scratch later, then you can go do that. Right. And so, um, you know, eventually, um, you know, I came to a place later on because uh, I still wrestled with, you know, whether I was called to ministry or politics for a better part of 10 years. Right. Even while I had, you know, worked in politics starting out uh, later on, um, you know, it was it was the first you know, race I ran, uh, worked on. It was uh, Governor Greg Abbott's campaign in 14, and then I worked on Ted Cruz's presidential. Uh, but all throughout that time, you know, I, I still wrestled with whether I'd go into politics or ministry. But I, I remember being turned on by this movie— um, uh, turned on to this movie, Amazing Grace. Oh, yes. That's yeah. a great story. You know, William Wilberforce, um, late 1700s, is a young man. He's 21 years old, and he becomes an evangelical Christian. He had been in the British Parliament for five years, mm -hmm. and what is going on during that time is the, is the British slave trade. Mm -hmm. It's terrible what's happening. And uh, his, his minister is a former slave trader who felt very guilty about his past. Right. And so he goes to that minister and he says, you know, I feel like I'm going to quit politics and go into ministry. I want to be a pastor basically like mm -hmm. you. And he said, well, that may be the right thing for some people. And it, it is a, you know, high calling, mm -hmm. but, but so is being in politics and God has you perhaps right where he needs you. Right. And yeah. So, he was, he was best friends with the prime minister, William Pitt at the time. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, 
I really enjoyed seeing that part in the movie because it was an important turning point for me. Mm-hmm. Um, because I saw from that, you know, politics can be a ministry if you look at it the right way. Because yeah. if you go in it with the right heart to serve people, to make a difference, to help people, um, then you'll do just that. And um, I started teaching at the college back in 2014, mm-hmm. uh, Lone Star College, and I was teaching residentially. And I started these college ministries, and all these kids would come, and um, I realized that I had an act for for organizing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you know, it but it wasn't in any way political. It, I mean, it was just kind of like Young Life or Campus Crusade for Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I taught at the college as an adjunct teacher, and then my students would come um, to my uh, extracurricular course that it was awesome that, you know, Lone Star College would fund. So right. they'd fund me getting some pizza. We'd have games and I'd give a little message and someone would do some worship. And it was always really, it was great, you know? Sure. And, and, um, you know, so I kind of had my, my politics, you know, I worked for, you know, Abbott or Cruz, uh-huh. uh, in one section. And then I had, <laughs> and then I had uh, my education. I liked, I liked to, you know, teach, of course, that was in a different section. And then the ministry was a separate section. Yeah. And so they were all in different compartments, but it was really traveling with Rafael Cruz, Ted Cruz's father mm-hmm. during the presidential, where we worked with churches all across the country. And I really began to see like, okay, you can kind of mesh the two. Yeah. Politics and ministry, you know, be- can become one and the same in that way. I l- adore that man. Um, what a, tr- what a treasure he is. Um, uh, I, I got the honor of meeting him at uh, one of Steve Toth's um, campaign fundraiser things, and we were talking about history, and he's just an avid historian as well uh, as all the other great things that he does. And we talked about the American Revolution for, I don't know, probably 30 minutes, 45 minutes. It was it was a treat. You're right. He's he's a reservoir of information. I mean, he, he's very well studied. Yeah and godly man and, um, getting to spend hundreds of hours with them. You know, I feel like when that, when that race ended, I, I said, you know, I, I, I joked with them, you know, and I said, you know, I want a double dose of yours and Ted Cruz's courage. You know, I want to have that type of, you know, resolve and toughness in me, um, to go out and fight for this country. Mm-hmm. Um, because as you know, he escaped communist Cuba yes. and what he would always tell his son, Ted Cruz is, is when I, escaped Cuba, I had a place to go, but if we lose America, where will we go? Yeah. I've heard him say that. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So, you know, he's lived, you know, fighting against the Batista regime and Mm -hmm. then dealing with Fidel Castro and then, you know, just the, the, the turmoil and, 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 you know, what's gone on in communist Cuba, Mm -hmm. that gives you some life perspective. Sure. Right. (laughs) So when you bring that to this country, um, you're fighting through a totally different lens because you've seen some things. Mm-hmm. So that's right. Awesome. So tell me about Texas Youth Summit. What is its mission? What's its purpose? Yeah. Well, uh, before I do, I just want to I just want to share that um, you know I, I think it's important you know just looking at um, you know what I did with the youth mm-hmm. you know with in the college that you know it later became you know something that I did politically, you know, because I, I, I took my, my knack for wanting to work with college kids. Yeah. You know, I teach at a college. I, I did that extracurricular ministry and, 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 you know, and then it later, you know, it became, you know, Texas youth summit. And yeah. so, you know, Texas youth summit really is, you know, a combination of what I just mentioned, those three categories, mm-hmm. education, politics, and ministry. So, 
you know, what I, what I was going to say is that it was, I was able to kind of bring those three things together. Yeah. And, um, with Texas Youth Summit, that's exactly what it is. That's it's, awesome. It's, it's providing education. It's a ministry and of course, conservative political education. Right. You know, I love that. I mean, to a degree, that's, that's literally what this show is about as well. Um, you know, it's, I say at the very beginning, you know, this is impolite company, uh, we call it impolite company because we discuss the things that you can't talk about in a polite company. Mm-hmm. Uh, but those are the things that matter. We talk about politics. We talk about religion. And I'm an educator, uh, you know, and so I try to take what I know about the Constitution, what I know about history, and what I know about, uh, you know, apologetics and the Bible and all of those things and sort of smash it all together into something that... I really just want people to hear about and think about, you know, even if you disagree with me, I want you at least thinking about what it is that we talk about on this show. Yeah. It's super important. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, you have some blockbuster names that come every year for the Texas youth summit. Um, And you asked me about Texas youth summit just a second ago. mm -hmm. Um, you know, Texas youth summit, um, we, our website is texasyouthsummit.com. And so I started it in 2019 and this year will be our fourth conference. Um, Texas Youth Summit provides Judeo-Christian values, conservative education, mm-hmm. uh, limited government, fiscal responsibility, American exceptionalism. So we're, we're providing the framework for worldview. And in some of my past experiences, um, I had really gone through a, a great um, program, Summit Worldview Ministries, when I was younger um, and that I think brought me some perspective, mm-hmm. uh, although, you know, theirs is more of like a seminar and I wanted ours to be more of like, a, you know, high energy, more, more like a rock concert and yeah. more, you know, I don't, don't want to say more fun. I mean, th- that was fun too, in a different way, but sure. I, you know, I want to, I want to, you know, I like some red meat stuff. I like, you know, I like lights. I like, you know, yeah. stuff that with, you know, it's difficult for young people sometimes to, to have an attention span for hours on hours. So right. you have to do things, I think, in these programmings um, to, to keep their attention. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right about and, that. And, and so, you know, um, we want to bring in, you know, world-class, you know, influencers, you know, in the arena of politics and, you know, Judeo-Christian leaders and mm-hmm. um, sometimes pastors, but but maybe not, maybe just you know, really awesome Christian leaders, uh, conservative political leaders. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been great. And as far as you asked how, um, I get these speakers, well, I mean, I, I remember going to CPAC, uh, years back and I just met Charlie Kirk and he gave me his cards and he he said, if I can ever be helpful, let me know. And I was like, cool. Okay. I just gave him a call and he's came and helped. I remember going to an event and I met, um, Candace Owens and, uh, um, you know, and I just met her team. She was great. She was really nice. And, yeah. Um, I, I, uh, you know, I got her contact, you know, and, and, uh, just reached out and, and, she, and she came. So, I mean, I mean, it's just, but, but what I will say, I mean, I mean, I'm, it, it sounds pretty simple, which, right. you, you know, for me, it, you know, it, you know, just inviting people, you know, but, uh, also, you know, I think I built a, you know, I haven't just been in politics you know, mm-hmm. recently, you know, I've been, you know, for the last almost 10 years, yeah, yeah almost 10 years I've been, yeah. I've been building a reputation and I've been mm-hmm. organizing and bringing people together. And so right. I had experience, you know, with these events. And so, um, you know, and I, I cast a vision for it the first time that I did it, but you know, I mean, as I, as I, um, 
um, did them and they, they kind of built momentum, you know, <laughs> and then it, it just, I, I've always been, you know, um, involved with organizing people. Mm-hmm. And so, um, as an activist, I mean, when I do things, people tend to come. And so, um, I, I think if you're a speaker, I think, you know, you want to know that if I go somewhere, people will come, sure. you know, yeah. and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, for the most part, we've been able to always do that. And I'm excited about that. And so, um, that's a part of it, but you know, you just, you do hard work and you right. just meet people and you connect with people and then, well, and it's a like-minded goal, right? You know, like specifically somebody like Charlie Kirk or Candace when, you know, Candace was part of turning point for, for the longest time. And yeah. like, that's their goal as well. So, I mean, you get people that are like-minded together, uh, trying to accomplish the same sort of mission, um, you know, and they're happy to help uh, yeah. with that same mission and goal. And that's the other thing that's, you know, great about these people is they're folks, they're normal folks, just like you or I, that are passionate about their country and they're easily approachable and they want to talk to other people that are like-minded as well. Uh, because we all have this shared goal of trying to save our republic. And I, that's what I, that's the one takeaway that I took uh, when, you know, the couple of times I've gone to Texas yeah. Youth Summit. There, there are people that have been in this lane, you know, mm-hmm. that have done it much longer than I have, you know, from Dennis Prager mm-hmm. and Charlie Kirk is so young and, but he's been doing it for many, many years. And it, it wasn't always my goal to do a youth summit, but, um, you know, God just directs you and opens up doors and, um, you know, and you, you, you figure things out. And, yeah. and so I think that's one of the important things that I enjoy doing. Um, and also, I mean, I, you know, for the many years I've been doing a quarterly, um, pastors, uh, faith leaders, prayer breakfast in this, Mm -hmm. in this community and, um, working with pastors has always been very natural for me. Of course, my dad was a pastor, as I mentioned, Mm -hmm. you know, traveling with Raphael and going to so many churches during Ted Cruz's presidential, um, you know, so, um, you know, I just, a lot of the churches are, I'm very connected to Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, very involved with, and, um, very involved with, uh, you know, the, the different, um, schools and yeah and uh whether it be public or or private or you know I, i've just been involved in this community on a lot of different fronts and hey so, i know a school that you could come talk to <laughs> yeah i'd love that awesome okay. i'd love that you know and and um and i think when you when you're building a reputation one little nugget i, I hope i can give um you know it's really not about your reputation it's about the the, the service that you provide mm-hmm. to people and so um you know, during Hurricane Harvey or during the pandemic, you mm-hmm. know, I spent my time, you know, working with uh, the food bank, you know, and setting up churches as distribution centers for people that were hungry and needy. And, you know, I, I you know, I've spoken at churches, of course, but, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's in those times where people are needing something that you find ways to be of help to the community. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that's, that's a great thing. And so what I tell young people all the time, is that you should get involved in something bigger than yourself and mm-hmm. you'll start to realize, you know, what you're, you're called to do. You know? Right. And when you're involved with uh, great projects locally, whether they're political or not, you know, mm-hmm. but you're helping people and you're meeting needs and you're serving others, uh, you'll start to forget about the things that you're dealing with or, mm-hmm. you know, the issues that, you know, many young people have from anxiety to depression. And mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that they deal with on a daily basis, going to school and, fitting in but when you're when you're involved with with helping people 
and it gives you perspective. It realize you realize yeah. that there are a lot of people going through things that are much worse than what you're going through. Mm-hmm. And it, it really helps. Yeah. Uh, you have perspective. Yeah. Being the hands and feet of uh, Christ going out and, and serving others, it, it definitely, it feeds your soul too. And it yeah. makes you, you know, not only that, you're, you're, you're working up, you're uh, saving treasure in heaven. You're, you're, right. you're gaining talents, you know? Um, right. And, you know, if you can be trusted with this little bit, then, you know, God will give you more and then That's God true. will give you more and then God will give you more. And then, you know, I, I think I love it. It's a great idea. Yeah, that's so true. And, and uh, you know, and also when you do have a little bit of success, you know, making sure that you give him credit, you know, mm-hmm. because yeah, um, it's so easy for us to think that, you know, I pulled myself up by my bootstraps, you know, <laughs> I did this, you know. Yeah. Um, but in actuality, I mean, uh, you see if you really are praying, you know, and mm-hmm. in touch with God that, you know, his hand was leading you to, 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 to meet that person or, or that person supported you or that door open, it really was the hand of God. And so, right. um, you know, every good thing that happens to you is a gift from above. And, and if you look at things that way, then you really start to sense that it's God's favor and it's not your own wit right. or your own hard work. Or, I mean, those things are good. I mean, you should have grit. You shouldn't work hard and you should do everything that you naturally can. Mm-hmm. But there is a, an element, you know, if you're a believer that, that there's a supernatural thing that God's doing. Um, and it's, it's not to, to make you important or famous because with the social media age, you know, and people want to get more Instagram followers and Twitter followers and Facebook followers. Well, you know, it's not about you being important or being somebody, you know, it's, it's about you, making a contribution and doing something Mm -hmm. in such a way that it ultimately glorifies God. Amen. Amen, brother. I mean, so, and we are so short-sighted sometimes, you know, we we get tunnel vision. We like to compartmentalize our our life. Like you were just talking about a moment ago, how you had education over here and, you know, political science over here and ministry over here. And God's like, "Uh, let me just break these tabs off of these boxes here and just sort of let all of us flow together. And Christian, you're going to go out and do great things, you know? (laughs) And when you surrender your life to him and you say, use me how you see fit, because I know you're going to be way better at this than I am, uh, you know, then then you start seeing some amazing stuff out of well, just normal human beings. And that's yeah. what I love about God is he picks, you know, just normal folks to do right. his work. And that's yeah. so cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I want to give you two other little nuggets. Um, I, I, you know, what I tell young people is that you should always be thankful and grateful as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in, in my life, you know, one of the first open doors that I had, I remember coming back to Texas and, um, someone helped me get my first job in politics. Mm-hmm. And I, I recall writing that person a handwritten thank you note, not a text or a Facebook message or an mm-hmm. email, yeah, but a handwritten thank you note. And I didn't have a lot of money at the time, but I got him a little gift card to a steak restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, anyway, he wanted to get together and that, that, that friendship, we realized, you know, we were both uh, alumni of the University of Texas mm-hmm. and, um, you know, and he helped me get my next job. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, for my third job, he helped me negotiate my salary, you know? Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, these, these relationships that you build in politics, um, never have I gotten a job or an open door, uh, through, you know, 
filling out a resume online. It mm-hmm. was always by knowing people, um, getting to know people. And, uh, when you, when you focus on, you know, showing gratitude to the people that help you, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, the only people that you should get even with and in politics, it's hard. Sometimes you feel sure. like a little bit frustrated or been out of shape about things that don't go your way or someone mistreated you or mm-hmm. you were misunderstood or whatever. Right. You know, and, and the other person probably feels that way about you. Right. But the only people that you should get even with, I love this quote, is the people that helped you. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you spend your time showing gratitude, then, you know, doors will open to you. Doors will really open to you. And, and the other thing that I tell young people is, you know, I, I, I started, you know, at the very bottom knocking doors, in, you know, in politics. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I, you know, I, I block walked and uh, phone banked for you know, our now governor when mm-hmm. he was, uh, in, a, in his first race in 2014. And, um, it's important, you know, that you have that type of work ethic and realize that things don't come instantaneously. And mm-hmm. in a way, a lot of people do have to start at the bottom. And, and I remember when I worked for Senator Ted Cruz I, with Raphael, you know, mm-hmm. I, tr- I, I traveled the country, but you know, I carried the man's bags and he didn't want his bags carried. But yeah. You know, that's something I offered because he didn't want anyone making him feel old. Yeah. You know, so he was very, he was very, he had a little pride about that, but, sure. but you know, but it, but, uh, but he could see the genuineness in a servant's heart to, to want to, I wanted to take care of him, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, you know, and, and, you know, he, those good things always came back to me because when I ran for Congress, you know, he was right there with me and supporting yeah. me, you know, and so, um, it's important to serve you know, someone else's vision, you know, before, uh, sometimes you step out and, you know, embark on your own. And yeah. so, um, I, I think having that heart and, and working under people and learning from people is a good thing. So, um, for your younger, uh, audience, yeah, just a word to the wise. Awesome. I appreciate that. I, I, I too have a heart for the youth. That's why I'm in education, you know, yeah. and it's, it's so important that we, reach these younger people and especially feed them this good stuff because there's so much trash and garbage out there that, that are you yeah. know exposed to constantly um that it's good to teach them you know work ethic it's good to teach them about virtues uh you know how to maintain you know important things like even my Everything that I ever do in every single classroom I ever teach in, the, the number one thing I love to teach about is uh, to give them the definition of rights and how, what that looks like and how it is a moral thing that, you know, you have a right to life, which means that if someone murders you, they're wrong right. for doing that. And we don't, in especially in government school, teach them that definition. Most adults in America don't understand that definition of right right um and that's so important for us to be able to not only understand ourselves here as adults in america but especially the next generation if we can pound that into their heads then they're going to stand up for it and they're going to defend those things and that's what needs to happen for our country to succeed sure so you know those are the values that that i that's why i have such a heart for the youth good Mm -hmm. awesome and it's good to see another person out there that has that same drive and motivation behind, you know, the things that they're doing as right. well. So yeah. I appreciate everything that you do. Thank you. Yeah. So tell me, uh, 
what what's the future of Texas Youth Summit look like? Are you gonna? I know you have one coming up here in September. Uh, a couple of things. I'd love a sneak peek if you're willing to uh, tell us who's coming to Montgomery County. And then on top of that, are you planning on spreading this uh, across the state? Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to have actually two of these events. And um, here in Montgomery County, we're going to have one here in mm-hmm. September. I'll put that one out um, this upcoming week. And awesome. we're going to have another one in South Texas um, uh, in October. Awesome. And, uh, you know, as a nonprofit, we're not pushing Republicanism. We're pushing conservative values, but, mm-hmm. uh, those that are conservative, I will say do tend to vote Republican. That's so, right. Yeah. Um, so we want to educate them with the right values. That's our focus. And we want to see this state, uh, become more conservative. So this will be our first summit outside of the greater Houston area. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's exciting for us and, and we'd like to, uh, you know, have some small part in, in seeing the Valley. Um, yeah. Uh, the Rio Grande Valley, um, you know, turn conservative that and it's was, already happening. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've been down there a couple of different times and, you know, worked on different fronts, but you know, it's just exciting to see. And, and, and so we're thrilled to be doing the, the youth summit down there. That's awesome. Uh, our guest, um, last time was Congresswoman Myra Flores and this was before she was elected. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was a panelist for us, uh, here in Montgomery County. So, uh, we will uh, be doing it in her neck of the woods, uh, this October. Nice. And we'll have, we'll have a great lineup at both of these events. And, and I'm excited to put this out, uh, here really soon. We're looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, I, I would love, I, I plan on attending, um, plan on dragging my kids. So I'd, I'd love to, I can't wait. You know, it's always something that we look forward to. Thank uh, you. In the household. So yeah, thank absolutely. you so much. <laughs> awesome. So real quick, last, last question. Um, what is the most important thing that you think that we can teach our kids about our great country? That this country is a beautiful and exceptional nation. Mm-hmm. And it, it really is what President Reagan referred to as that shining city on the hill to the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And this country has been used to spread freedom and democracy throughout the world. Uh, and more than that, the benevolence of this people yeah. has brought about, you know, 70% of the gospel world missions mm. is funded by the United States of America. So, it, it's Christians in the United States that are are using uh, that to advance the gospel throughout the world, and and it's important that we keep this country prosperous and free uh, when it when it comes to everything. Uh, you know, our our constitution uh, has to offer uh, yeah. every amendment. We have to be able to keep this country free, and 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 I don't just mean religious liberty. I mean, mm-hmm. our gun rights and everything else. And so yeah. um, I think it's important that uh, young people realize that they can make a difference and right. you don't have to wait until you're 30 uh, to do that. You can start right now. Yeah. And so, um, you know, last year we 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 had Congressman um, uh, Michael Cloud and we had um, a lot of different people who, you know, they're in their, they're young and right. they're in their thirties, you know, or they're, uh, you know, early forties, mm-hmm. you know, and it, I was just thrilled to have those people, yeah. you know, but, 
Uh, you don't have to wait that long. You know, my friend Bo mm-hmm. Hines in North Carolina, he's mm-hmm. 25 years old. He just got elected. That's awesome. Um, so you don't have to wait forever, you know, mm-hmm. to run for office. Uh, you know, he's a 25 year old congressman to be soon to be. Um, and, um, when I say he just got elected, well, he, he just he won the primary. He right? won the primary. He didn't win the general yet. So, um, it's exciting to see. Mm-hmm. It's really exciting to see. And so, um, you know, we're going to work hard to instill these values in our young people. Um, their part may be working on a campaign. It may be with a, an interest group. Uh, but we're just so excited to see that they're getting active and involved in the political process. And, you know, for some of them, they may be, they may not actually be involved in working <laughs> in politics, but as long as they're engaged and they're patriots and they're, and they're, they're understanding of the issues and they can talk about it with their friends and they can uh, spread the conservative message. Yeah, you know, that's an important factor as well. And so, and they're um, likely to vote then when they become eighteen, and hopefully they still have those values. And it's instilled. It's a part of their, you know, the how they were raised, how they grew up. It's a part of who they are as a right. person. And then you know, that's that's what I tell my kids is you know when you're eighteen, that's a very very bare minimum of what you what you have what you can do is vote. Yeah, Get out there and vote. Yeah, you yeah. know, well over 60% uh, of our young people believe that socialism is a good thing. Womp womp. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> and yeah. and you might see this with your kids, but yeah. you know, young people listen to other young people more than they listen to anybody else. That's right. And so that's why having conservative young people is so important because mm-hmm. they may not take that, you know, that idea so well from their parents, Mm -hmm. even though they love their parents, they may not take that idea so well, but if they get it from their peers, they listen. Mm -hmm. That's exactly right. So last question, I know I lied about the last question, last question ago, but, uh, (laughs) so how do people get involved? How do people get tickets to the youth summit? Uh, if they wanted to volunteer, are you accepting volunteers? How do people get involved? Yeah. Um, so go to texasyouthsummit.com and mm-hmm. uh, make sure that you sign up for our newsletter. Uh, that's going to get you on our email list, and that'll send that out. You can also go uh, to our social media sites from Facebook, Twitter, to Instagram uh, to find, um, you know, and follow us there and, and find that information. Uh, we're going to be putting this out uh, here in the coming week, and so um, it'll the, the flyer will take you straight to the link to, to get you uh, plugged in and you can buy tickets and we'd love uh, to have the support and mm-hmm. we offer these events free to youth. And so, um, parents can contribute and, and be a part of a VIP reception and different things that, uh, make this event possible. And so, uh, as far as being involved, yes, we're going to have uh, people volunteering. So, um, if you'd like to volunteer, you can email me at Christian at TexasYouthSummit.com and I will get you plugged in with our team. Awesome. Yeah. Christian, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. You're doing incredible stuff out there. The community is definitely, you know, in your debt and we, we love all the stuff that you do for us. Um, and uh, please uh, make sure you go online. And if you're an adult, this is an awesome event. I take my kids to it every year. Uh, it's, it's a great way to meet other people, um, that share the same sort of values that you do. Um, it's a great way to meet some of these awesome, uh, you know, conservative leaders in our country and, um, make sure you get your tickets fast because it sells out quickly. And, um, you know, it's, it's 
you do, it's something that you don't want to miss. So Christian, I want to thank you again for coming on the show and, uh, you know, however Implight company can help out, uh, with the Texas youth summit, we're, we're right on board with you, man. So thank you so much. Well, I, I really appreciate you inviting me today and, sure. uh, we'll be in touch for sure. Awesome. All right. All right, we'd like to thank the Dockline Studios once again for providing us this great space and an awesome podcast studio. If you are interested in doing a podcast, get in touch with the Dockline and they will make this space available to you. Um, if you wanted to stop by the Dockline.com, they have every single resource that you can think for your marketing needs for your own business out there. Give them a visit at Dockline.com. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Impolite Company, presented by The Doc Line. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate our podcast and leave a five-star review for us.